to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing very well, Steve. bit croaky today, I'm afraid. My voice goes up and down, up and down. I'm doing a lot of talking. You yeah. are? Yes, you know. That's, a, that's the problem. <laughs> that usually means more projects for people. <laughs> it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bashing them out. You and I are doing a lot of chatting as well. So, yes, put it all together. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Well, yeah, it's been a, a crazy week for me too. Um, uh, people I know love our kitten uh, updates on this podcast. I know that's why they listen, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> I just uh, thought I'd let everyone know that last Sunday um, our, our cat gave birth to three teeny tiny little kittens and it was um, absolutely unbelievable. What an experience to witness um it was it was wasn't it and, and you videoed it which uh, was even better so we got to see it soon after you did and that was the actual birth of these beautiful little things yeah it, it was it was unreal just a magical experience i mean usually cats um want to be alone as far as they want to go off and do their own thing and find their place to nest and you sort of come back and uh there's some kittens but not our cat um and this is a a stray cat that we we brought in that was pregnant so not very affectionate but she uh she as soon as she went knew that she was going into labor she become very affectionate towards us <laughs> wanted lots of comfort um her waters broke on our bed so that was uh that was fun um but then yeah throughout the whole process she wanted us there she actually had her paws on me when she was pushing the first one out and my partner had a uh was giving her lots of strokes on her head and scratches and comforting her and she actually sort of like used us to help her with the the labor Mm. and it was just it was unbelievable the whole thing was just fantastic incredible Mm. i feel very lucky to have witnessed it and um to see these three tiny tiny kittens fit them all in your hand it's amazing Mm. Um, they are beautiful yeah so we've had a hell of a week it's been um it's been a bit full-on but it's been really 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 nice um and i'll, I'll pop, pop a picture up so people can see what these three kittens look like um <laughs> i took a really good picture of all three of them um and they're all doing really well so i know everyone wanted to know that <laughs> about the kids um but it's uh it's been part of my week so i thought i'd share it Good. Oh, e- excellent. Um, so anyway, let's let's crack on with this week. Last week we said um, that you were doing a picture and wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. Um, but it's turned out really well. You sent it over to me and I was absolutely blown away um, by how, how effective it is. And it's something very different, actually, this shadow picture, to what you've done in the past. Um Hmm. tell us about it like this was a really unique one well um first of all i saw it it was a colored picture wasn't um black and white and so i have to think black and white when i'm looking at these and say would it would it transmit yes i think it probably would you've got to have all you can't rely on the color in other words you've got to rely on the tones uh and then when i saw it i thought well 
And then I would question whether, first of all, I'd be able to represent it as I wanted to. And uh, secondly, if I did and was successful at it, would people be able to follow me? So it is an advanced picture. It's got to be because it's so precise. You have to be pinpoint accurate with the um, lighting, as you can imagine. There's no leeway at all. And so I, I went ahead and I said last week that if I, I, you wouldn't see it, but you said, oh, yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll, if it goes wrong, show us where it went wrong. Well, fortunately, it didn't go wrong. And as you saw, it turned out uh, really well. But I did spend more time than I normally would do on a picture like that. Uh, it, it was, it was the, the difficulty, there was lots of de- degrees of difficulty and people, when they see it and view it, and hopefully that they'll do it, they'll hear me um, sort of explaining why this is so difficult, why you have to be um, precise with this and precise with that. And normally, in all pictures, I tend to make things up. You know, I think, well, I can't see it, so I'll I'll, uh, improvise. And that one you couldn't do very much at all, improvisation. You had to follow what you saw. Uh, otherwise, you would go very wrong. And uh, in the end, I was delighted with it. Mm. So did you change it? You changed it on the computer from colour to black yeah. and white? Yes, I do that all the time. Yeah, I change, I change it to black and white and then I adjust the, the tonal slightly. So it, it actually, because sometimes it, it can either be too black or too light or too dark and too light, you know. But I had to get the uh, tonal value just right to um, be able to follow it. And I I make an adjustment there and adjustment, as I say, turn it into black and white. And uh, and then um, I print it off and people will see the printed picture and uh, and me, you know, working on it. So that's what I do to start with. How do you decide how much detail to put in when you're when you're um, making it black and white and adjusting the contrast? How do you decide? Like, because I imagine as you're darkening the picture up, you're losing some detail. Um, you would do and most certainly. How, how do you control that? Well, that, that's a very good question, actually, and and I do spend time on that. First of all, when I view it, can I see these things? If I can't see it, can I improvise? If I can't improvise, would it look good if I did it as it was? That's the first decisions. And then you're quite right. You, If you lighten the picture up, you do get um, a little bit more detail. In fact, in one particular part of this, I think I mentioned it last week, there was there's an eye there. You can't see the eye, just a little bit of the forehead. And then you see the uh, the eyebrow. And then you see just a little bit of what looks like an eye. But there's no detail at all there. And uh, so I knew that that was going to be a problem. So what I did with that is I blew up quite large the that little section. I isolated it on the computer and then I blew it up. And I had to lighten it up a little bit just so that I could uh, determine what I was looking at. And then and they, and I show that. On the video, I show the enlarged, it's quite large. I, I don't know how big it would be, five times, six times as big as the actual section, at least that. 
And it looks a bit peculiar because when you see that and you see, see me working on the tiny little sort of pinpoints of light, but I, I can explain it better. I could explain what I was doing better. And even with that, uh, I still had to do um, some adjustment afterwards, even though I, I had all the detail there. I still had to adjust it because what I'm also doing, I don't want to complicate this too much, but what I also had to do was darken it a bit more because I'd lightened the picture, see what I mean, to actually see the detail. I couldn't leave it light. I had to darken it down. Otherwise, it wouldn't have fitted into the rest of it. It's quite a lot, quite complicated. This is why it's, I said it's an advanced picture. But I love these little challenges and, um, you know, they, it... it uh, it, it, it's good fun. It's good fun to work it out. And then when you worked it out and it, it, uh, it comes off, then that's even better. Is that a piece of advice that you would say to people if they're doing their own shadow pictures to, if it's, if you can lighten it up so that you can see what's there and then darken it. Cause then you have mm. that knowledge, that extra mm. bit of information when you're doing the picture. Yes. Yeah, we're quite easy with the, um, the, the colors I've got because I've only got four colors and it's white doesn't come into this in this particular instance. So you're only looking at the three colors. You're looking at the 270, um, light gray. Then you're looking at 229, which is the dark brown gray. And then you're looking at black. So you have got a lot of variations. So you, you either make it, you either put more 229 on or two black on or whatever. You know, you have to, you, you, you can only play with those three colors. But strangely enough, it's much easier to do that. And if you if you were doing a coloured picture, you'd have a lot more problems trying to get those uh, tones right. So what's kind of changed with your approach? Has your like shadow pictures, I, I mean, you're doing different pictures, you're doing different compositions and subject material and things like that. Um, mm. Are you still learning every time with the shadow pictures? Even oh, without more? doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I've got two that I can tell you about. One is that I'm actually working on at the moment, which is a beautiful picture. It was in colour. I've actually knocked it into, put it into black and white because I wanted it to fit into the shadow range and be easier for people. It would definitely be easier than if I'd had to do it in colour. So that worked out as a, as a, a colour picture changed to black and white and then and so i'm just starting that one and then i've got another one which i've only just recently found and it's a landscape now you think how are you going to do a landscape in shadow well i did a train didn't i um but that so that was a, you could class that as a landscape but this one is trees and other things it, it's but it's a really interesting one uh so I, I'm I'm dying to get to that. That that's going to be uh, my ultimate. But the tones that I shall have to create with that, with those four colours, is in, incredible. Uh, I, but I love that. I love being able to work on the tonal values of things. But that's a landscape. Now, as I said before, with the one last week, I'm not sure it will come off, but it might. And if it does, that opens another vista up for me means we can start working at landscape. See, the reason I, I'm liking these color, these um, uh, black and white pictures, shadow pictures so much is that they provide the contrasts, which I've been talking about for years. And people have to appreciate that they have to, if, to make it work, you've got to understand and 
uh, apply the rule of contrast. If you don't, it doesn't come off. People have found that already in pictures that I've seen. I think they've done a remarkable job, but I can see sometimes where they haven't quite got the contrast right. So it's kind of a lesson. Practice. A lesson. Um, it, you're right. So the so the thing that people struggle most with pastel pencil work in general is contrast and achieving that subtlety of contrast. And these kinds of pictures train you to get that contrast mm. um, and see That's it right. um, quite obviously. Well, not quite obviously, but a, a bit more clearly because you're working on limited tones and it's black and white. It's like mm. how you've said before, people that have had a graphite background and then come to pastel pencils mm-hmm. are at an advantage because they've That's right. worked with tones rather than colours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 if you were if you went to an art school, for instance, and started your training, you'd be doing an awful lot of charcoal drawing because that gives you the same uh, advantages uh, when you're going into painting um, as uh, what we're doing. We're going. Really, we, 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 we've upped it a bit because with charcoal, you've got a white sheet of cartridge paper or sketching paper, and you're working with one colour, black. But in that, you can change the tones amazingly. Charcoal allows you to do that. It's a bit like pastel. It, it allows you to give various tones, uh, hundreds of tones you can get, actually, with charcoal. Well, what we're doing is making it a little bit uh, more interesting. We've got a dark grey paper, first first of all, so we're applying light to it, whereas the other way around, if you had charcoal. And then we're also adding the black, which would take the place of charcoal, and that brown-grey, which is, as I've said so many times, the key to it. So if you look at those three, four colours you've got, plus, if you like, the colour of the paper, as opposed to the colour of the paper with charcoal and the white, uh, the black stick. So we've, we've upped the game, really, but we still get the similar, in fact, I think, better results than charcoal, personally. They're more, they're more acceptable. They're more interesting. Mm. Anyway, that, that's the, my take on it. The thing is, as well, because you said they're like it's the brown-grey that really is key, it's it's almost like they are they look black and white but there is a tone to them there is a color to them mm, that's, that's right it's it, they are they they seem black and white but they are they they are a certain sort of warmth like it's mm. it's not entirely black and white not at all no absolutely not and uh, interesting enough that um i've never really loved like charcoal that much i'm not i'm not a great lover of it and i haven't never really liked the graphite either i found it one left you wanting you wanted to put something in it and you couldn't and although i've done a lot of it pen and ink i did an awful lot of pen and ink work and i did enjoy pen and ink but it's drawing that it's not painting drawing uh, it's drawing not painting charcoal would be more like painting but graphite pencil again although you would think it's drawing that can also take the, uh, the the impression of painting, uh, if you like, but um, this 
shadow picture is definitely a painting, in my opinion, because you're working on you're working on the colours, you're working on the tones, and you're working on the final effect that you get, mm. which uh, I think is stunning. Have you done any charcoal work with a because charcoal mm. is the sticks, right? Charcoal mm. sticks. Have you done charcoal work? No, I haven't because I don't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. Well, I have. I mean, I did play with it, but yeah. that's all I did with it, played with it. But I, I didn't enjoy it. I found it I found it very messy, Steve. <laughs> very messy. And your hands get all horrible and, you know, and you, you the paper gets a bit mucky. And I mean, the pastel pencil, I mean, people, when they see my pictures, it's, it, I mean, my, I get, my finger's a bit dirty because I bl- uh, blend with it. But other than that, generally speaking, it's quite clean. So, no, I, I don't. Uh, it's not my thing, really. And you won't find me doing it either. Okay, so, excellent. So you've still got more shadow pictures lined up. It's not the... I've got, uh... I've got at least two more that uh, I want to do after. Um, well, two more. One that I'm doing and one that I want to do. And, oh, I'm sure there's going to be more of them. But I do want to get onto other things as well. Mm. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I'm sure people will be thrilled to to see that uh, picture and see you uh, doing landscapes and other shadow pictures. Um, I've no doubt that, um, I mean, we've got a back catalogue of shadow pictures to come out. I know that people are waiting really patiently for those, but we'll, we'll be getting those out. And there's there will be a huge catalogue of shadow pictures that people can work through. And, and without doubt, you know, once you've done all of those, you will have a greater understanding, I'm sure. Of oh, contrast. I'm sure. I'm sure people have already found that out, Steve. It's it's like a, a big tick in the box, really. Once you once you've got the and you you understand the shadow pictures, you understand the principle of it, and you're producing pictures which are um, acceptable, then you it's a great stride forward. I think in terms of um, your eventual progress towards, um, well, all, all art, whether it's watercolour, pastel pencil or whatever. Do you think it's helped you understand contrast? I know you probably didn't need to like understand contrast any further, but do you think that it's helped your coloured work? Um, I, don't, I don't know whether it has particularly. Uh, I, I'm just looking at it from the student's point of view. Um but I do enjoy it, certainly. I, find, I found it challenging to, to begin with, mm. um, but now I'm finding fascinating. Mm. You know, when, when I think of I'm, I'm looking for something more meaty, you know, like the, the one I'm doing now. Um, I won't spoil it um, by talking about it too much because I tend to, to do that. And people get, oh, I wish, you'd, wish you could see it, but you won't be able to see it. Mm. But but certainly on the landscape, when I get to that, that's going to that's going to tax me, because I've got to get I've got to get depth mm. in it. I achieved it to a certain extent with the misty scene, the lonely man, and that that was a picture with the trees and so on. Yeah. I mean that was a landscape, wasn't it? As that well. was, yeah, so, yeah. So, and and I was very pleased with the way that turned out and i managed to get the depth in there so this is what 
persuaded me really when I was looking at the uh, landscape with the distance, distant hills and so on. I thought, well, I, I can do that because I did it with that one. So it, it kind of, it does, um, it, it's a step towards something else. Hmm. Uh, how big is this picture uh, that you've done here? Um, um, it's just just less than A5. Oh, just, just, wow. It's quite small. That is small. Mm, just less than A5, yeah. That's amazing that you can get, because I'm looking at the hair and thinking, oh, it looks very detailed. Like It's almost like you've got that impression of the hair. Um like individual hairs and stuff it's quite amazing but that's very small it is well again the reason it is small because i'm working on a you know a restricted area yeah amazing i think interesting i I, I say that steve and i think i might be i might not be telling you quite the truth there i think it might be a bit bigger than that the reason i say that is i don't i do it in landscape and i do it on a on an a4 um, piece of, um, you know, when I when I do the shadow, use the shadow picture and the line drawing, etc. It goes on to um, an A4 uh, landscape. So I think it might be a bit bigger than that. So I'm, I'm I was guessing at A5 because it doesn't. I know it's not as big as an A4. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's in landscape, thing, so it might be it might be a bit bigger than that. I could go and find out for you. I can give you the measurements if you like. No, it's all right. It's all right. I'm just interested because um, I, I think it was a bit bigger than that. Yeah. When you see it, like the picture I've got of, of it, it's it's not on the board. It's just as it is, and it looks like it's probably about A4. But it's amazing that you can. Uh, no, it's not. It's not as big as that level of detail. Um, it, it's probably between actually between the two. I would think now, looking back. Would you recommend people to do it at like an A4 size if they're going to do it? The, the line drawing I made up is slightly bigger than the one that I, I did. I always do that. I'd, I just add a, a centimetre onto it both ways so that it gets just a, just a tiny bit easier for them. That's yeah. the line drawing that I'll be, I'll be supplying you with. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, that's something for people to look forward to. Um, next week, you're, will you have worked on this shadow Picture. Oh yes, I'll, I'll have finished it by then. And if you want it, it, I'll show it to you. Brilliant. Yeah, well, certainly. And and it, it's different. I will tell people it's different. Okay. And and the other thing I will tell it's another lady. Okay. But you don't see much of her. All right. So that that's a little teaser. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. Good stuff. Okay. Well. Um, Thanks for telling us about this picture, Dad, and uh, highlighting those um, similarities between charcoal and graphite and and these Mm. kinds of pictures. Mm. I think if anyone was on the fence about trying these shadow classes, I think they would be persuaded to give them a go after listening to this podcast. I I hope so. I hope so. I hope they enjoy it as much as I do, because I I love doing them. I really do. And it, it shows when I'm working on them how much I enjoy, actually achieving the skin tones and achieving the hair as you mentioned the hair um, and that was that came almost by accident i didn't I, I, was just, I just played and it turned out like that i can't even give you the technique i used because it just worked <laughs> people we, have to watch it to see how it did 
Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, people will just have to watch and copy and uh, and get the same results. Mm. Lovely. Excellent. Okay, we'll look forward to tuning in next week, seeing how that picture went, and we'll, we'll show it on the, the podcast. If you do want to see this picture in a bit more uh, detail, you want to look at it on the website, just go to our, our site, colinbradleyart.com, visit the blog, and we'll pop the picture on there. Um, but it's also in your podcast artwork, so I'm sure you've been looking at it whilst we've been talking about it. Um, and we'll leave it there for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.